Hello, hello, and welcome back to my podcast, Legend, Legacy, and Love. And I hear here a wonderful, amazing, incredible, just cool gal all around, my friend Lauren, um, who I've known since I've got mm, seven years, seven years. I think so. California. Yeah. yeah. Lauren, I'm going to ask, introduce yourself, and uh, then we'll start talking and telling people all about you. All right. Um, I'm Lauren Sinatra. Um, I don't know what I what, what else I should introduce myself about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, let me give you my life story. She's too humble. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I can help her. Okay. So here's the thing. Lauren is this really cool chick I met a long time ago, far, far away. Well, for a lot of you, it's going to be far, far away. I keep saying that. For us, it was real close. Um, In a magical land. And she had all these things go on. And then we had a pandemic hit. And I'm not going to lie. I watched my friend Lauren turn herself into a published author of some really (laughs) cool books. And she took her travel bug and like maximized it by a hundred million. So she's like this author, published author and like travel guru. So there you go. So that's Lauren Sinatra. Hi, how are you? Thanks for um, coming to our show. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. You know, finally, uh, COVID finally got me. So uh, spending these days at home. You still sound so pretty. I'm oh, like, thank I, you. Yeah, I've been very fortunate, you know, thanks to, you know, lovely vaccinations. Uh, yes. I, I'm okay. I didn't get hit very hard. Okay, so we're going to dive right into this. And if you've heard my podcast before, you've heard me speak on one certain subject. We're calling Lauren's Seize the Day, but we're seizing two days in this. And here's why. We're talking about her incredible books, but we're also going to be talking about her travel bug because I feel like both of them are so cool and I can't pick one. So this might not be a two-parter, but you know, it's Lauren's time right now. Okay, Lauren. (laughs) Yes. Ready? Yes. (laughs) Why? We're going to start with books first. Why did you decide to be an author, a published author? Um... To be honest, I, I didn't really decide it. It just kind of happened out of boredom and then it turned into a passion. Uh, so basically, uh, before all this, I, I did run a theater company. And with that, I had always wanted to write plays. And so owning a theater company gave me the opportunity to um, produce my own written work. And that's kind of where I found a little bit of a love of writing. I was like, oh, I kind of like this. And then I had thought about um, maybe publishing a book or writing a book or even just just for fun and I told myself I don't have enough time I don't have enough time I don't have enough time COVID hit we're all locked indoors and I went a little stir crazy and I just decided you know what let's just do it for yourself and I'll just write it um so this idea that I had in my head it was it's very it's it's very paranormal romancy young adult fiction twilighty because hey I'm I'm a twilight nerd I <laughs> I'm not ashamed of it um, honey so- I'm gonna have to take you home and let you see it for real I'm gonna have to take you to my place <laughs> I know you have to show me <laughs> I will take you trip to your hometown <laughs> yes <laughs> um but like things like that so I was very simple in the kind of books I like to read so I was like you know what why not write something um 
and honestly it, it kept me busy so during that first month of the of the lockdown and everything my sleep schedule was so messed up i was up till five in the morning and i was just writing uh, my goal was three thousand words a day and what turned into just writing something for myself um turned into something i kind of was like what if i could publish this and you know actually have this on a bookshelf you know that kind of thing and i started following a lot of writing groups and stuff like that and i'm by no means a, a professional i don't i don't even think the work i have is that's out there on shelves as we speak is professional but i did it out of passion um <laughs> i did it out of passion and it was just a lot of fun and after i did my first one um i just kept going and i ended up you know getting help from other writing groups of where to publish it how to publish it and the easiest quickest way because i'm just impulsive was to self-publish as well as to not that i'm in it for the money but the best way to make your money back as quickly as possible as and in full was to self-publish so that's what i did that was awesome um, yeah so i i learned how to do all of that um I, I made so many mistakes along the way which is great because then i knew for the next ones i i wouldn't make those mistakes yeah um and yeah it was just it turned into something that i did out of boredom to something i just continued doing i love that so we're okay you've written about a whole bunch of different things maybe you yes. can explain some of those and tell us where the ideas came from to write i mean yes you've embarked on twilight and in your love for this <laughs> so maybe you can divulge a little bit kind of like what titles and like where the ideas came from from those titles yeah, so um, so kind of going back to like books I've read, I'm I'm a very bandwagon reader. I'm like Hunger Games, Percy Jackson, you know, some of the Harry Potter books and things like that. So everything that I've read has some sort of like mystical or magical element, and I'm a sucker for a love story too. So basically, I wrote things that if I were to go to a bookstore and I saw it on the shelf, I would pick it up because ultimately my writings are for me. Yes, they're out there on Barnes and Nobles and Walmart, Target and all that fun stuff, but ultimately it's for me. So I wrote what I would like to read and things like that. Um, and so then after just kind of finding my niche of that completely on accident of paranormal romances, I just kind of thought, um, what would be like other ideas? So for example, I have a Western one, I have a pirate one, I have a civil war one, like things like that. So I just thought it would be fun to like dip into like the historical aspect and bring the paranormal and romance aspect into it um, and whatnot. Uh, one of them, honestly, uh, I have a, a Western one and it's, it's like a shapeshifter romance kind of thing. And that honestly was inspired by a maze I used to work at Not Scary Farm. So. Oh, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a werewolf western maze. And I've always loved the idea of werewolves and westerns. And I decided, what if I turned that into a paranormal romance, shapeshifter kind of thing with wolves? And I just kind of ran with it. <laughs> you love that. Sci-fi needs to pick up that TV show right now. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch, I want to right now. <laughs> that is awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, uh, and then did we cover all of your books? Uh, no. Well, <laughs> no, I, I was going to say, I have, you have quite a lot. Total. Yeah. I have four in total. Um, one of the ones I do have one that's not a paranormal romance. Um, that's my civil war one. 
And that one I actually got approached with one of my writing groups. Uh, every Christmas time they do an anthology series. And in case you don't know what, the, what an anthology series is, it's a collection of short stories of a common theme. Um, and this one was uh, Chris- historical Christmas, historical holiday. It didn't have to be Christmas per se, but it had to take place during a real historical time. Um, and it had to take place during Christmas or a holiday. So I got approached to write a 10,000 word novella to add to the anthology and all the proceeds would go to charity. Hmm. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm in. So for me, I've always liked the, the topic of the Civil War. I've always found it fascinating, a part of our history. Um, and I decided to look up to see if there was any great battles during Christmas and turns out there was. And so I based everything around that battle of uh, Fredericksburg, uh, which took place in December. And I just kind of built this, it's very much enemies to lovers love story of, you know, the South versus the North, but you know, that yeah. Kind of and I, yeah, so I, I wrote that for the anthology. Um, unfortunately I did sign my rights away to it for just for a couple months. Um, but it did raise quite a lot of money and it all went towards, um, breast cancer research. Uh, so I was really excited to, you know, have my writing benefits, <laughs> you know, yeah, some, some sort of good cause. So that was great. Um, and then I got the rights back to it. I added a little bit more to it and I then re-released it as self-published last December. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. And then, <laughs> so you've got all these books out and yes. then, um, are you going to be writing anything new? Are you excited to write it? Is there any ideas kind of sparking or starting kind of formating? Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, it's just so the thing about it is um, obviously we've returned to going back to work, normal life as normal as it can be. Um, And because of that, I have been very lazy with my writing. I should probably do it more. I do have about three projects I've already started. I just never finished or I haven't had the motivation to go back and finish them yet. Um, Because I keep telling myself, oh, well, that one's, you know, it's a holiday one. So I don't even need to have it out till Christmas or Mm -hmm. that one's more of a Halloween story. So I don't even need to have it out till October. So I've been procrastinating, but I do have uh, a couple different stories. Um, Once again, all paranormal romance-y kind of dealing with different uh, time periods and whatnot. Uh, And then my first one I ever wrote, which was The Bay of Sirens, which was uh, my first novel. Uh, That one, I I did set it up to have a sequel. And I've already started the sequel. I know every aspect of where the sequel is supposed to be going. However, I want to go back because, like I said, I was you know new to this I didn't know what I was doing I didn't have the best editor or anything like that I really want to go back and just completely rebrand it actually get an editor that will edit it properly and just kind of start that one over and then start the second one just to kind of just like I said rebrand it yeah yeah, it was it was my first one. You know, it's like it, it's it's your first baby. Yeah, you it's my baby. I still you know. love it, but doesn't mean it, it can't use a lot of grooming. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I feel so, you there. I feel yeah. you. Yeah. And then I mean, okay. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I I do have uh, folks who have read the first one, and you know, despite all the lovely spelling errors, uh, they mm. they are some people who are very excited for where the story's going or where the second one is. And I was, 
I keep telling them like I have it I have it it's up here in my mind it's just not down on the paper yet not all of it at least <laughs> It's kind of like it's like a TV show or a movie that I have I've only seen but nobody else has seen and yes. I can't tell anybody about it cuz I don't want to spoil it. Oh, so. so good. <laughs> yeah. I I I literally my third book uh that I I'm I'm very slowly writing cuz this has been a real fun year for me. Um but most of it I wrote talk to text on my phone. That's how crazy my life has gone right now. Um oh, yeah. which is not a writing process I thought my thought I saw myself going in, but you know, if the pandemic has taught you anything it's that we have to adapt to every situation. Um yes. so in that you're a writer. I'm a writer. We're both published authors. Tell me some of your tips if a little sweet author. Now, I know your cousin, you encouraged your cousin to write a book. Um, yes, I know right. that you've encouraged my own daughter to write a book. Thank you very much. She is writing her own fan fiction now. We'll get into <laughs> that at a later time. Um, but what would you say uh, to the young uh, listeners right now that maybe, or the older listeners for that matter, that are starting to write books, what would you give them? Uh, just, just start doing it. Uh, the thing is everybody's, I feel like people don't do it because they don't think they know how, or they may call them mistakes or, you know, things like that. And that's things that held me back. I mean, if you look at my books, you'll, I have trouble finding my own voice as an author. And that's because I kept listening to so many different people of, oh, you should do it like this. No, you should do it like this. And really when it comes down to it, do it the way you want to do it. Don't, don't worry about any of the technicalities. If you have a story to tell, and I guarantee everybody does, start writing it can be about anything you want it to be um and like like you said with my my younger cousin she's what I caught like 11 now mm-hmm. after I wrote a book she's like I want to write a book I was like you let me know what you want it to be about and I'll help you and she did and she published it she's mm-hmm. 10 she's 10 yeah. years old. well she's 11 now but she was 10 when she published it yeah know? and hers was about zombies like <laughs> coolest kid ever but um, so cute things like that and every day me and her talked and I walked her through it but it's just I would say just get it started if, if it's something that you want to do just even if you don't publish it even if it ends up nowhere but on your laptop or in your journal or you know just uh, a, a group message amongst your friends to read like just do it it's it's nice to create a world and a story that is just completely yours you own it it's yours yeah i love that it's really cool just to it's like it's your baby you you grew these fake people that you know everything about their lives you don't know how you know about their lives but you do and you you just grew this whole universe and dude that's kind of easier that's easier than having babies taken from me Uh, (laughs) (laughs) at least you can control those babies yes (laughs) exactly (laughs) Yeah, so overall, I would say just my my advice for anybody who wants to do it, just do it. Um, I love it. There's so many ways to do it. And it, like I said, even if you wanted to publish it, there's ways to do it on a budget. Yep. Obviously not recommended if you're trying to go hardcore professional, but I never was. I was just doing yeah. it for fun and hey, here's some books if some cool people pick it up and maybe review it and like it or hate it. I don't know. Great. Yeah, but when it comes down to it, I'm like, eh, maybe that just wasn't the book for them. But you know what? It's the book for me. And right. that's what matters. I love that. Okay. As promised, Lauren and Seize the Day. This is a two-parter. So we're stopping books as 
fascinating as they are. And if you have any questions, I'm going to let you know where to stalk Lauren after all of this. <laughs> um, because she's worth it, believe me. And oh, um, and then, so we're just we're stopping. And then we're going to move on to the travel bug. We're traveling on, if you will. Yes. Um, <laughs> pun intended. Both Lauren and I started Disney together. And we're all about a good dad pun together, oh, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, Lauren... You're a travel bug. You, yes. it, it's bit your head off. Um, oh yeah, yeah, uh, to say the least. Uh, tell us a little bit about what made you want to start traveling, and just tell people kind of what you've done because I, I don't want to say it because it's okay, pretty incredible. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Well, <laughs> I could go for yes. anything, y'all, but we'd be here all night. Um, all right. So- ah. Um, I started traveling, like, I mean, I had, I had traveled before, but I want to say 2017 was kind of like the small, like little pepperings of wanting to travel. Um, I had gone on a trip in the beginning of 2017 for my cousin's birthday and it was a three day trip. And in my head, anytime I traveled in the past, it was always like a week long or something. And I just thought when you travel, you have to be somewhere for a week. Otherwise you're not, you don't get anything done. Why travel? Mm-hmm. And we were there for about three days just for a weekend and we did so much and I didn't realize how much you could do in one weekend. And then fast forward a couple months later, I went on another trip and then a couple months later, another trip. And then by the time it was coming up on 2018, I told myself, you know what? I've been doing these little small trips and they're completely satisfying, doable and cheap. Starting January 2018, every single month this year, or this year I'm going to travel somewhere new doesn't have to be out of the country, doesn't have to be out of the state, it just has to be somewhere new. Um, and in 2018, every single month I did that. So every single month I traveled somewhere, I put myself on a budget of $500 that I wasn't allowed to spend more than $500 on everything. Um, wow. that, yeah, that would include airfare, um, lodging, food, the activities, Ubers and Lyfts because, you know, sometimes public transportation isn't the best option depending where you go. And I was able to achieve that basically uh, all year. So, but because of that, um, I ended up in a lot of really random, weird places that I was really happy I ended up in. Um, and it, it, yeah, that's that's just how I, that's how I started. I just started looking at where can I go and how can I make the best of it and I don't think I have a place that I regret traveling to, like, at all. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. And then tell people, uh, you are, what, five, three, five states away from? Five five states away from hitting all 50. Jesus. Yeah. So, guys, she just started this, and now she's five states away. And what I love about your travel is, like, so I have kids and I can't travel. So I live vicariously through how you travel. We're going to have to drop my kids off in order to travel. <laughs> you do. Um, but she like hits up like these cool bars and does karaoke in them. I mean, like it is really cool to see Lauren's travel. Um, and she's so smart about it. Tell me your favorite thing about what you do as you're traveling. Like what's your favorite thing? What makes you keep going and doing what you're doing? I mean, honestly, everywhere I go, it's there. Every place I go presents something different to why I keep doing it. But I always tell people I have a very simple equation when I travel, and as long as it hits all of these boxes, 
it's going to be a good weekend. So basically, let me kind of take you back. So the way I, I do it, uh, or used to do it, now I'm kind of on a time crunch to complete all the, the rest of the states I have. But before, <laughs> and it was loosey-goosey, and I was like, I can go anywhere. I'm, I'm so new to everywhere. I basically would go on Skyscanner. I would type in the month I wanted to travel, and I would type in Explore Everywhere. And whatever was the cheapest that month or whatever place was on sale, that's where I was going. Um, so I just didn't care where. I would end up in random places that nobody would ever think to vacation in. Uh, but I did. And the things, my favorite things about it is when they do hit all those boxes that, like I said, they they have to hit, which is, do they have some sort of museum? I love museums. I know I probably don't look the type, but I love museums, um, art galleries, anything like that. So if it has some sort of museum, that's the first box checked. Second is, does it have an arboretum or botanical garden or some side sort of like outside garden, nature, just kind of a place to explore and relax. If it's got that, check. Does it have some sort of historical value? It, did something happen, especially, you know, when I'm here traveling within the U.S., um, did something important happen in that city? Is it linked to anything historical? Chances are it is because we're mm-hmm. not that old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're still, you know, history's still happening. We're only, you know, a couple hundred years old as, as a country. Um, and then does it have a good nightlife scene? Um, and most places check all those boxes. And so my favorite thing is just to kind of see how different each place is. Because sometimes you feel like, oh, you've seen one museum, you've seen them all, or you've seen one garden, but everything's so different. Like I can pick and choose, like, I like this place because it has my favorite museum or my favorite botanical garden or the best nightlife scene. Um, So that's just one thing I love is just exploring and then finding the hidden gems. I love finding hidden gems within the city itself. Um, and then tagging on to that, going out with the nightlife, because as of the last, what, two years, three years, I've been a solo traveler mm-hmm. about 90% of the time. Right. Uh, I have nobody else to talk to but myself. So when I do travel, I got to be the most extroverted person I've ever been. Otherwise, it's going to be real lonely. And I do enjoy my own company, but not when I go out for nightlife. So I usually go and I meet locals. And I meet locals, a lot of them I'm actually still friends with today, which is weird, um, you know, because it's like, I'll, ne- I'll, I'll never see them again, but like, yeah. I'm still friends with them via social media or what have you. Um, and then just kind of getting their their take on what I should do, because, you know, the most I can do is YouTube, a video of top sites to see or Google's top 10 list. But meeting locals, they'll tell you really like, this is where you need to go. This is what you need to do. So my favorite part is just kind of being enveloped in that place. And it's always weird because I am from California. Like if you say you're from California, people are just like, what are you doing here? Like, why are you here? <laughs> like, what? why did you come all the way to Omaha? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, things like that. And it's You're going to get a lot of that when we go to my old home. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun though because it's a conversation starter. Yeah. And then yeah. now you've got them hooked in the conversation. And now they're like, yeah. okay. Let me prove why like Omaha is kind of okay. Let me tell you about all the cool things. Oh, and so, yeah, so that's, I would say it's my favorite things, like in a nutshell, is just finding what's unique to those certain areas that, yes, like I'm in California and we have zoos and aquariums and museums and gardens, but we don't have theirs. You know what I mean? So it's, it's cool to see something different. I love that. You touched a little bit on it, um, how you like to travel. Yes. Um, 
Um, but like, and to be honest, I have never seen anybody travel the way that you do. You've touched a little bit on like how you and your budgets and whatever, but just give me a run through, like what it looks like in your mind, like how you like to travel and and why. All right. So I'll kind of, I'll, I'll set you up in the logistics of how I travel. I like that. Um, So here we go. Here we start. I try to, if I can help it, I try to travel a Friday through a Monday. The reasoning is because at my job, I get two days off a week. And when I travel, I try to make it the Friday, Saturday of the one week and then the Sunday, Monday of the next week. So I'm good to go. Um, And yeah, so then uh, aside from, like I said this year, I'm being really picky choosy with where I travel because I'm on a a deadline. Um, But before it was go to Skyscanner and type in what the cheapest place was that month and then go. So once I've done that, cool. I've picked the place or the universe picked the cheapest place for me. Um, I've got the days and now I got to go find lodging. So then the next step is lodging. Uh, Airbnb was something I discovered about six months into traveling. I discovered Airbnbs and how cool they were. Um, but because of that, uh, you can find really reasonable lodging. I mean, I've stayed in weird Airbnbs. I've stayed in basements. I've stayed in cellars. I mean, you, yeah. kind of can't, you can't get too picky choosy, especially if you're trying to do it on a budget. Yeah. I just look for location, 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 and it is safe. Uh, so, yeah. So with that, that's really cool. Um, so I like to get Airbnbs. Also, because when I travel during Christmas time, I like to bring Christmas decorations and deck it all out. So you kind are of feel, decorated. feel a little homey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do that. And then I start to budget everything. Um, I'm the kind of person that when I travel, I want to maximize everything, um, especially if it's a busier city and there's so much to do and I have so little time. I'm up at 8 a.m. and I am on a strict itinerary of what I'm doing. And I map everything out accordingly to where I can walk to, um, to save money because I do budget travel. I try to walk everywhere. If it's a 20 minute walk or less, I'm walking. Mm -hmm. Unless it's in a dangerous neighborhood or freezing or what have you, um, which it it never really is. Um, If it's 20 minutes or less, I'm walking it, which is also a great way to see your surroundings and the city around you. Because just doing that, I've stumbled into like some really cool places. Um, just by walking that I probably never would have had on my itinerary uh, had I not stumbled upon it. But yeah, so I make my itinerary of what to do. I format it format it in a way that I try to do whatever's like in a cluster close to each other. And then I plan my days out that way. Um, and yeah, so after that, I just kind of, I budget everything. Uh, if I have an Airbnb with a kitchen, or kitchenette, I order groceries that saves you money from having to eat out. Uh, and yeah, so everything for me is just about budgeting, budgeting, budgeting. And because after the first year of traveling, um, I was able to have a lot of friends tag in and out of different trips. And after a year, they kind of were exhausted. Uh, I became a solo traveler that I was kind of nervous to do, but now I'm in love with solo traveling and that's the way I prefer to travel. Uh, and yeah that's really cool yeah so it's everything's just it's all planned out I even though like I'm very carefree about things when I travel everything is mapped out at least (laughs) yeah I have everything it's like okay it's two o'clock we're supposed to be done with this place we gotta move on yeah it's the only way I know I'll see everything but because even though when I do things in a rushed fashion I still feel like I got the 
like fulfillment of doing what I wanted to do. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, I'm changing this from seize the day to seize the days because (laughs) it's your weekend. Um, and you are just, I'm so excited to like see more of what you've got going on. So if people want to stalk you, I'm obviously going to make, uh, I'm going to include all of it. So, but where can people find you at so they can watch your travels and oh, your it's Instagram. I, I keep everything in photo albums and highlights on Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram and I'm traveling, chances are you're going to see every inch of my trip. And that's okay. And I I do that because I'm like, hey, come travel with me. (laughs) Yes. And you know what? Sometimes you're stuck with a broken leg at home. And Lauren, (laughs) it's the only way to see the world sometimes. Believe me. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'll definitely tag you below and we'll find Lauren on Instagram. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, seizing the day opportunities and I look forward to having you back after like the holiday season maybe we can talk more about those last travels and yep, get you in. know <laughs> get all those 50 states out and we'll be definitely planning yep. a trip this year I promise well probably okay, next year to do it. my schedule but you know <laughs> we'll make it happen we'll make it happen guys Absolutely. thanks so much for uh, listening again this is legend legacy love and I just encourage you uh, just become a legend doing your own thing leave a legacy for people around you and do it all in love thanks again for listening have a great day